Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Thursday the 3rd of March 2021. Charles Firth's here, Alex Avulovic is here, I'm Dom Knight. Welcome one and all on a day when medical history has been made, gentlemen. Scott Morrison has (sighs) COVID-19. It is sad and it's it's not funny if anyone, even your worst enemy, even the dickhead from the Shire... It's COVID. It's, Hang on, let, it's let me never... just let me just test this proposition. Is it funny that Clive Palmer probably has COVID, but then bought Hitler's car? <laughs> I, I mean, thought he, was, he bought Hitler's car to fight COVID. That's the reason <laughs> he, thought he wanted a blitzkrieg because he tries ivermectin doesn't work, and so he thought, well, maybe Hitler's car will work rather than say modern medical science. Now I don't want to cast aspersions on Scott Morrison, but his statement said. I've been testing myself daily for the past few days. But then he was hanging out with all these people maskless for mm. several days, including oh. the president of Nauru, an island that does not have COVID. Mm. He's Paul Djokovic. I'm just wondering, a... should he have been isolating? Uh, I am shocked. Home? I am shocked if you're suggesting <laughs> that Scott Morrison is a selfish asshole. Dom. <laughs> like it just doesn't pass muster with me. I just think we we all took the masks off and we we're like, "Yay, we're now in the maskless time." No, I and- I think no, I think you're backing up the wrong tree though, Dom, because oh. it's actually I've got a conspiracy theory. It was the Sky News 15th anniversary party where mm. he clearly got it. Like that was the super spreader event. But who else was there that night? But oh. none other. Than Anthony Albanese, Uh-oh. and and I think what we are actually seeing is the first time that biological weapons, yes. <laughs> in the form of a little vial of COVID, have been used in this election. And and you know where would Anthony Albanese have got COVID? It's not like you can just pick it up anywhere. No. He would have got it from a lab in Wuhan. Oh yeah. So I think I think we know that China is behind this COVID thing through his Manchurian candidate Anthony Albanese. I'm <laughs> shocked That's what's by going that. On here. I'm appalled by that. The most shocking part of that story, Charles, which I entirely yeah. believe, is that Albo was invited to the Sky News party. That just seems impossible. It <laughs> would have been so well, awkward. You know what I reckon it is. I think we, as political commentators, we should have known this was coming since Clive Palmer got COVID. I just assumed mm. all his COVID preferences just went straight to Scott Morrison. Right? <laughs> so but the good news is he's still putting his full focus on the events. His statement says he's, you know, he's not stopping working. He's still putting all of his attention into all the emergencies going on. Uh, he's he's focusing on Ukraine well, and Russia as well. So mm. business as well, usual for the PM. He'll be not well, resolving any of these problems in the week ahead. Yeah, w- would anyone have noticed if he did take time off? Like, <laughs> w- what would be the material difference? Maybe he's had COVID this whole time and he just didn't want to look <laughs> weak. <laughs> I, maybe he got long COVID in week one. <laughs> Well, that explains the last two and a half years. It's perfect. Coming up on the show, we'll take a look at the IPCC report, which suggests we're going to have lots of uh, weather emergencies in the years ahead. You know what? That seems pretty plausible at this Mm -hmm. point in Australia. I wonder what that's going to feel like. (laughs) And we're going to check in with Gabby about her show, which has been happening in Adelaide. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana in the Chaser Newsroom. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The nation of Australia has buckled down for its fifth once-in-a-lifetime natural disaster in five years after torrential floods allowed the CSIRO to complete their things-we-told-you-were-going-to-fucking-happen bingo card. When asked whether or not he thought that Australia could be doing anything more so the future would have suitable conditions for life, Scott Morrison held a piece of coal and said, this isn't going to hurt you. Citizens across Australia have bunkered down and prepared for the worst today after it was revealed that Scott Morrison will be forced into isolation for a week, making Barnaby the acting Prime Minister. Upon this news spreading, horrified citizens across the country have been seen in wild fits of panic, helplessly screaming, We're all gonna die! Finally, a local man has struggled this week to decide which type of face mask he should wear when going outside, torn between wearing a face mask, a scuba mask or a gas mask. When the man began asking himself if he would rather drown, catch COVID or get nuked on the way to work, the man finally came to a decision and chose to chuck a sickie instead. Those are the latest Chaser headlines. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and I'll be away tomorrow hiding in a bunker. Not from nuclear war, by the way, from Barnaby. Gabby Bolt has joined the podcast uh, a little bit late, but she was on South Australian time. Hello, Gabby. Yeah, hi. No, sorry I'm late. I'm really sorry. I, I had to go down to the laundromat level of this hotel and wash my clothes because um, everything got a bit messy. Uh, and then I, I timed it really badly. <laughs> what happened? What? So, okay, well, it's a bit of a long story, but basically I woke up the day of my opening night and uh, realised that I had sold six tickets to my first show. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty brutal considering I'd travelled on a plane and everything. Uh, so I decided to sort of have an effort to boost ticket sales. I very, very haphazardly and impromptuly promised my crowd a shoey after the show without telling anyone. I just got on TikTok and I was like, I'm panicking. I don't really know what I can offer you, but if you buy a ticket to my opening night tonight, I'll do a shoey. That's my mm. offer. Got nothing else to work with. It's sort of channeling Grace Tain. Yeah, it is a little, yeah. Yeah. Grace time to do yeah. it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a flawless, flawless yeah. model. Um, Whatever so Grace does is classy and and, uh, and mm. successful. That's right. But but see, the funny thing is, I didn't actually expect people to actually buy tickets, and twenty seven people <gasps> within the hour bought tickets to my show. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh well, shit, I have to do a shoey yes. now. And then Adelaide Fringe called me, and they were like, mm. hiya, saw the post. Um, if you do a shoe, that's all good. We have to put it through COVID regulations because oh if a COVID God. marshal sees you doing a shoey, it can be a fine for everybody involved. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I got the, <laughs> the coolest email I've ever received, which said shoey risk management. Um, wow. Which oh, meant that I had, to, I had to buy a new shoe because I only have one pair of shoes with me and I don't really fancy <laughs> spending the rest of my run in, in beer shoes. And uh, I had to be masked before and after the shoey and everybody who saw the shoey had to remain 1.5 metres away from me outside the venue. So mm. we had this plan ahead and I ran into 
you know, the street of Adelaide to get a shoe and a shirt. Mm. And then after my show, I did a COVID safe, the most COVID safe and planned shoey I think ever in existence. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Because doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of a shoey mm. if you're doing it in a new shoe? Yes. I like disagree. A- I disagree. More yeah. planned and scripted shoeys, what in kind my of, opinion. What kind of shoe did you go for? I went for a croc. I figured oh. it was the most chaotic because you could pour in the heel and then all the holes in the top of the shoe. It's like a little waterfall. It's like a shower. <laughs> yeah, mm. a golden shower. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, so I did that. And while I was shopping, um, I got this text from the management team pretty chuffed because Will Anderson got on ABC Radio Adelaide and basically said that I was great. Um, completely unprompted. Didn't ask him to say anything oh about my, my show. It's hilarious. Uh, he, he tweeted you too. He, yeah, he plugged he the shit a, out he, of my show for me. So I don't really know if 27 people bought tickets for the shoey or because yeah. Will Anderson said I was good. But either way, someone's confused. So hang on. So let me work this out. So the cost of the extra clothes and the brand new Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Was that more and than the, the 27 tickets that you saw? And yeah. the beer. Did you, yeah. did you make even more of a loss? Actually, I stole the beer. I feel really bad about this. I went to the closest bar and said, hey, listen, I'm a performer. Um, really long story, but basically there's an extremely scripted shoey that I have to now do. Can I borrow a can and I'll come right back and pay for it? I just don't have my phone on me right now. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I forgot to pay, so I've already shoplifted the festival. Oh, no. Um and I don't know if they're going to like me now, but mm. I think it's okay because tonight's show is uh, 11 tickets away from selling out. <gasps> so, nice. Well done. <laughs> so hopefully no more mm. shoeys. I don't well, no, think I can do you it. have to it's do it. It's much. now your signature every night of your performing no. career. No, you I have can't. to do a shoey. I can't you do it I have to keep shoplifting to fill the, you know, the thrill. Uh, and <laughs> I can't do that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that intrigues me most about this whole story is is the idea that the South Australian government mm-hmm. had a form to yeah. do a COVID safe shoey. <laughs> yeah. that, that, yeah. that is like, the, the best is, that it, is that Adelaide? Like, it was like it was like a regular risk assessment form, right? But the right, funniest okay. bit was risk to me, risk to others. <laughs> so a risk to yeah. others, obviously I said, you know, there's it's messy, I could mm. spread my germs by being a dick, blah 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 blah. Risk to me, I was just like drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a risk. Drunk, it's covered in beer. Um, yeah. And so that's why I was late today, because I had to put my beer-soaked clothes in the washing machine in this hotel, because <laughs> I have to wear them again tonight. So, Is that why there's all these like legal issues now around Ben Robert Smith? He didn't fill out a shoey safety form? That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't yeah, provide all of the risks involved yes. with drinking out of an amputee. <laughs> Um, risk to the amputee, <laughs> they'll be yeah. shoved off a risk cliff. Risk to the leg. <laughs> risk to um, Ben. <laughs> risk to Ben. Risk to Channel yeah. 7. Yeah, you know, it's like it's a whole whole bit. I get it now. I can relate to yeah. Ben Robertson. <laughs> Gabby, I think that the, the thing is, as long as you say you're a performer who's come for the festival, yeah. it's the only thing that happens in Adelaide in any given year. You can do whatever you want. Right? You can just go to any bar and get any drink for yeah. free. You can yeah. trash the place. You're, you're a god in Adelaide right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, were, we would plug your show, but it's clearly going to sell out. So, well, um, I don't know. No, don't say that because no, I don't want to promise any more shoeys. Mm. So if you do want to buy tickets, do it because there's still tickets available for all my shows. It's on until Sunday this week. And yeah, I would appreciate people to come just for the show and not for the shoey. That would be amazing. <laughs> 
I can't and keep it, getting drunk every and, night. And, and Gabby, would you like to tell them the name of your show? Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry. It, fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm really bad at this. Uh, it's called I Hope My Keyboard Doesn't Break. It's on at the Bally or the Bally or the, the Bali. I can't say it right. At Gluttony. Um, yeah, 7.20 p.m. And right after that is Will Anderson's show. I feel like I may as well swing him a plug because he's pretty much sold my season, I think, for me, which is great. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. So there's been a lot of bad weather around in the past few days. Don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about the way things could be according to the new IPCC report, and this is uh, from news.com.au, which is not exactly, you know, the most uh, pro-climate action publication. It says that Sydney and Melbourne could experience extreme temperatures of up to 50 degrees oh if uh, global temperatures rise by two degrees. How is that fair, that it's two degrees on average, but for us it's like 10 or 15 <laughs> degrees? Well, that sucks. Yeah, th- that really fucking sucks, doesn't it? No. 50 fucking degrees. We've got a solution. Why don't we just blast the aircon harder in the office? Yes. Mm. We ne- that's what we need. It. We need action on climate change. We need better air conditioning yep. Yep. for all our homes and offices. That'll solve everything. Yeah, yeah and just I more cars. Like, I think this is just a clerical mix-up. I think it's just a clerical error, you know, because the government control the weather. We all know this. Oh. Um, and so when they said, oh, there's not enough you know, tertiary education going around. So they were like, here, just have like 50 degrees, you know? Um, oh, they got God. it all wrong. They, they, oh, I think the IPCC's, this is the all first right, victim of climate season. change. Let's not. It's Gabby's sense of humour. That's tragic. I have, to, I have to remember a whole show. Do you know how hard that is? It's like so many jokes. I'm, I'm not writing right now. I'm just <laughs> battling off the same jokes every night, just like clockwork, oh, you know? Gosh. How does every conversation go back to the shows that you guys are doing? Anyway, um, <laughs> it's, incre- uh, it's estimated that the... But there's got to so, be some upside, right? Like for Tasmania. Dom, Dom, Dom can I just stop you? Yeah. Which is... Have oh, you Charles, read, that sounds a bit like spin to me. Have you, uh, have you, read, have you read The Uninhabitable Earth? No. The, that Bill McGribbon book. Um, you don't need to read it. sounds depressing. It's all about how the world's going to become unlivable, right? Lovely. In, you know, in the coming decades. It's absolutely mm. chilling. It's, it's a horrible book. Do not read it, right? Right. But in it... He talks about how it's not about the actual degrees that you reach, like mm. 50 degrees, who cares? It's not about that. It's, it's about the wet ball temperature. Ball? The wet ball temperature. And basically, essentially, it, it, the amount of heat that a human can survive is determined by how humid... It is, right? So, in actual fact, if it's humid, you can't survive more than about 36 degrees, 35 degrees of temperature for any length of time. Like, literally, it becomes fatal to go outside in really humid temperature um, if it's 36 degrees for more than about 10 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So, what I'm saying is, 
I think we'll be fine with yeah. 50 degrees, just as long as things are, don't get too wet. <laughs> yeah, as long as okay. there aren't massive storms. As long as it's not yeah. like this past summer where it was humid every single night. Well, look, there's, yeah. we've got a secret weapon here in Australia, though, which oh. is Tasmania. Can we all fit into Tasmania? Because there's no way, it doesn't matter what the climate's going to do, Tasmania is not going to become pleasant to live in. Do you think this is why Tasmania doesn't have any internet at the moment? They've cut off their internet this week. Did you see that? There's a yeah. been massive outage. No oh, one someone can get pulled internet. the plug, did they? Yeah, the one I reckon they've they've secretly cut themselves off, knowing the IPCC report was coming. Cut themselves off from things, so no one can book any tickets there. <laughs> yeah, nice. And um, they're just trying to get rid of us. They're going to secede. You can tell. There's no way they're going to take us all in. Yeah, I mean, it w- imagine what it would do to the gene pool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a fucking incest joke? Oh, uh, it's an old one. Yeah, uh, that's all right. So I can't make my 50 degrees joke and you guys can make yeah, a fucking but, incest joke on this no, podcast? But, but Gabby, Gabby, we're talking about it. We're talking about a state Tired. that actually literally built a poo machine. Like a machine that makes poo. Actually, that's right? the best reason like, to move there. That's these great, are people who need to expand their gene pool, okay? Aggies <laughs> <laughs> from Rode Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Crater Network and we'll see you in Hobart if they'll have us after these jokes. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.